Hello and welcome back to New Paradigm Healing. This series focuses on ayahuasca-assisted therapy. Our intention is to educate, inform, and support the conscious and responsible use of ayahuasca in the Western context. If you want to know more about ayahuasca-assisted therapy and our upcoming trainings and workshops, sign up for our mailing list to be the first one to know about the latest news at avatarhealingarts.com. My name is Nina Itzel and I am here with Casey Kennedy again, continuing uh, our book review. If you haven't heard about my book, then check it out on Amazon or baboapress.com, Heart Medicine, Ayahuasca Assisted Therapy, and the integration process. So we are diving deeper into the integration and how to navigate this integration process. Today, we are talking about birth and rebirth process through um, the actual birthing process when we're young to the rebirth process when we are going through this awakening, this change with Mother Ayahuasca. And I wanted to start with this reading. It's about rebirth. And it's a quote by Cynthia Ocelli, for a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must come completely undone. The shell cracks, its insides come out and everything changes. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look like a complete destruction. And I loved this quote in where it talks about the cracks. Um, talk about this rebirth, why you started with this quote and how it connects to um, Mother Ayahuasca, the actual birth and the rebirth process through this. Thank you, Casey. Uh, welcome, everybody. Yeah, it's good to be here again and talk about this topic because I think a lot of people can relate, you know, to the different elements. And uh, for me, it really started when I was in my personal integration process and the, a little bit of background is that I was trained before I started to work with the medicine. I was trained in rebirthing in different types of breath work and um, working and healing in uh, non-ordinary states of consciousness. So I had this understanding about uh, the importance of the birth experience and, and that effect to the psychology of the individual. Um, and, and um, I worked on this, you know, previously, but it wasn't until after my journey with the ayahuasca, when I was in the integration process that I met somebody who had a shamanic background and also was trained in rebirthing. And she kind of connected these two things for me. And she explained that from this perspective, if you look, uh, the medicine is called the wine of the dead or the wine of the spirit. And one possible explanation can be that it is because it catalyzes, she catalyzes this death and rebirth process. And you go through this symbolic birth process, which is really about like an emergence of a new self. And, and we are talking about like a fundamental change in an individual life, in an individual's life when, when we say, you know, rebirth or <laughs> birth process. So that was like, for me, the beginning of connecting, you know, these two things together and start to look at it, you know, from, from this perspective through, through this uh, filter. And, uh, and that was very interesting. <laughs> That's it. 
it's interesting the the word because I hadn't thought about this and it sounds like um just getting to know you you were on this spiritual awakening before the medicine um is that right yeah okay <laughs> yeah so with me with breath work I I've been doing that in my integration process has been in breath work and so a lot of these I guess messages and birthing messages and ways of looking at myself have come up through breath work and through meditation and through these spaces of being still. So that rebirth process and the actual um, ceremony that people talk about, a girl in the retreat that I attended had this crazy, like was in the birth canal and like the whole next day was still in the medicine. And I was like, whoa, that was not my experience. Mine was more during the integration part where I started letting go of those conditioned thoughts and the way that I was speaking to myself, describe the actual ceremony process. And is that just a, an interesting one scenario? Is that normal to do a physical birth in the ceremony? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, thank you. Very good question. Um, it's very individual. I think it's, it's no need either even to compare, you know, people's different experiences. Definitely, I had personally experienced type of rebirth, type of journey within the ceremony when I felt, you know, that I am being pushed through a birth canal and coming out and so on and so forth. Uh, so I definitely had these type of experiences and I heard from other people, but it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a physical um, visual, you know, such a recognizable experience. However, um, if somebody works with the medicine, I think there is a big likelihood that these types of memories and experiences will surface either during the ceremony in a ceremonial setting or after in the integration process in order to, to be healed and balanced. Um, the, the reason for that, um, I was influenced a lot by the work of Dr. Stanislav Grof, who was really the father of transpersonal psychology, which is basically about, you know, expanding the boundaries of psychology to include your spiritual aspect as well, which, you know, like traditional psychology, they don't really consider this aspect or as, you know, part of your being or your psyche. Uh, and also he was a pioneer in uh, healing in non-ordinary states of consciousness. And his main tool was breathwork, you know, holotrope breathwork to help people to go into that altered state. Slightly similar where, you know, people can go with the medicine. <clears throat> the whole point of it is that when you are in that altered or non-ordinary state, there is less resistance and there is... Um, you can access more um, content that you would be not necessarily be aware, you know, when you are fully awake or fully conscious. With, with the birth, like during his work, like he worked with hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of people in group and personal settings. And he noticed that a lot of the people when they work with trauma in, in terms of healing, they they do go back eventually to the physical birth experiences, kind of some kind of root of, you know, the, the problems, physical, mental, emotional, 
any kind of problems that they might have in the present moment somehow was connected or was arising from the birth experience. So that's that therefore he was, I think, one of the main figure in psychology who brought this into the attention of the people that this is a very significant experience that has a major impact on an individual's life, you know, on every level. And um, Basically, you know, if you look at the birth process, I, I love, you know, the, the quote that you brought, because if you look at physical birth, like a baby being born, it's pretty bloody and intense. And, and you would think that maybe the, the mother is dying, actually, right? You could think that if you're not, if you don't know what, what is really happening. And then, you know, it's all transformed into this magical new beginning. Um, so it is a beautiful experience, but it, it is very intense. And if you look at it from an energetic perspective, what is really happening that you are coming from a spiritual realm or an energetic, you know, pure state of being, and you are kind of, well, you can say descending, in, not in a negative way, but you are anchoring into a material, a physical reality. And how does that happen that you are coming you know, from the spiritual and then your your emotional body, energetic body is forming and then your mental body is forming and then your physical body is forming in the mother's <laughs> womb. And when you are born and you take your first breath, that's when you anchor fully in this, in this reality. So it is really, you know, coming literally from another dimension into this reality. So that is, um, that is quite an intense experience and um, some people say that this is you know one of the root of the you can look at it as trauma from the perspective that it is separation from spirit or at least this is how most people experience that you are coming from this home this nice place and then you are coming into this physical body when you become this individual and you experience this separation and then obviously coming through the physical vessel of the mother and being literally in the body of the mother and deeply connected energetically with the, with the mother's body, like emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and then coming through that vessel and after nine months, you know, leaving that and being taken out from there and put into this very strange new world, that is in itself, again another type of separation and therefore can be looked at as as trauma in a way um so and this is you know when when everything happens normal and the birth is okay so i'm not i haven't even talked about what happens when the birth is traumatic and there are a lot of people unfortunately especially in the west whose birth you know was traumatic so i don't know like do you know anything about your birth or yeah, well, I, I hadn't really asked those questions until we first started talking about this. So it was interesting what I found out. Um, my mom didn't remember if she had an epidural or not. She didn't think so um, because I, I was pretty quick. So it was like I got to the hospital and right away it wasn't a stressful, like it wasn't a long, um, but she was extremely depressed during that pregnancy and wanted out of the marriage. And there were a lot of emotional um, things going on when I was in the womb and when I was born 
there were a lot of stomach issues. So I cried all the time. There were attachments. Like I couldn't be away from my mom. There were a lot of those things going on. Um, so as, as far as that birthing experience and it being individual, how could that potentially as an adult, um, transform into disease or anxiety or different kinds of, of states of release? Yes, yes, um, very good question. <laughs> well, I certainly can say from my experience, well, if you just think logically, like in a more like tribal society, how babies are born in a more natural way within the community, within the family, you know, and and in the West, you know, just the, the fact that you are going to this hospital and you are drugged and you are on a schedule and all these kind of things that normally happen that already you know intervenes in kind of like the natural state of being and I'm not against you know giving birth in a hospital that's not you know what I'm saying is I'm just saying that there is a natural birth process and if that process is disturbed kind of in any way unless obviously it's an emergency then you know that will have major impact so for example, in my case, um, when, when you look at birth experience, we really talk about from the moment of conception all time, the nine months in utero and the delivery until you are taking the first breath. That's what we call birth experience. So the whole period of gestation and um, I have a lot of experience personal and working with other people, especially, you know, with breathwork and rebirthing, these memories can surface when you are in utero and you remember things, you remember how your mother felt, for example, as you described, uh, how, how, how she, what she was thinking, you know, the, the, the impacts of the physical world from the outside. So even these experiences, prove that even before you have language and you develop that kind of memory when you code things into the frontal lobe um, even before that there is memory <laughs> and you do absorb everything that is happening to you around you within you and you store that um, in the limbic system before language and that's why they call the limbic imprint this imprint that is being created before language through the birth experience is your record of your birth kind of on a deep level that is basically informing you about this life or this reality your basic program or software so to say um, in my case my my mother had a challenging time to get pregnant and eventually she got pregnant and she had an okay pregnancy but she had a lot of fear and anxiety and uh, when when the birth came um, I, I didn't want to come out and I was stuck in the birth canal she didn't dilate enough uh, she she was given different medications and procedures but uh, I was stuck in the birth canal so with the cord around my neck. So eventually they used a machine called vacuum. It's similar to forceps, but it's a little cup that put the top of the, the head of the baby to create this vacuum and literally like pull the fetus, pull the baby out. <laughs> and this is what happened. And there was a story in my family that I had this X-shaped head 
for a while and when my father first saw me he was a little scared that it's gonna stay like that because of this machine and this suction um so how did that affect me in my life now in retrospect and uh, that i have all this awareness obviously um like very interesting thing is that first of all when i was a child my whole family told me that i couldn't be cuddled or caressed or just you know physical affection or, or or sitting in somebody's lap or something like that I just didn't like it at all I just wanted people you know to get away from me and not to touch me <laughs> and not to just leave me alone kind of you know I remember these kind of feelings um, but later in my life what happened was that I had this unconscious pattern that I would be very independent and start things and create things that I was enjoying creating and I was passionate about and build things up from from zero and then before I would complete something I would lose completely my confidence and I kind of like self-sabotage and you know destroy a little bit things then I would have to kind of somebody would come into the picture who would help me out of the mess that I created and I, I would start it again with the different things and this was true like in many areas in my life in relationships and work and all kinds of things and uh, it was not until I was doing the rebirthing and working with my own birth trauma that I understood that I have this pattern that because I didn't do the last bit of the birth and there was a doctor coming out and taking me out literally so I didn't go through that last step I have kind of like a blind spot or a missing link and I have this memory that oh I don't know what to do now I'm almost there but one step more but I don't know how to take that step and I need somebody you know help me or save me because I don't know what to do so that was very impactful and also liberating when I became aware of that and started to navigate my life, you know, in a different way because of this awareness. And this was like truly liberating. I'm not saying, you know, that the pattern is gone, you know, for a long time, but because of the awareness, you are able to make different choices in your life and navigate things because, you know, okay, this is, I'm more likely to do this because I have this pattern and I know that this is most likely will happen and that's not what I desire. So, you know, I'm going to choose to do something different. So my experience is that there is definitely a strong correlation between the birth experience and and the psychology and the the current challenges of the people especially if they went through some kind of traumatic experience and that doesn't have to be necessarily like a an emergency c-section but it could be just what you mentioned for example that you were not breastfed that could be a major trauma um, for the baby because it's not just that physical nourishment and nurturing we're talking about but it is an emotional mental spiritual energetic connection with the mother and that kind of imprinting from the mother energy that you are safe and you are welcome here and your needs are met you know when when you need them right right then you know and and we love you so if that is not there because the basic uh, for example for the baby is like you know eating is survival you know so feeding and and that's not 
then then you are in a state of stress as a baby you know you are in a state of stress and that can be translated as trauma you know if it accumulates with other things you know over a long period of time yeah i don't remember ever being in a state of calmness or relaxed um i remember in my childhood being i was terrified a hundred percent of the time like i laugh it's really not not funny but i really was um a pretty terrified child um i don't remember feeling safe or calm or protected um so it's interesting because I feel like my actual rebirth, there were two, one was maybe six years ago where I started more believing in, in, in a, a power, like God, in a way where I could feel it. And then after the medicine and the integration process, the questioning. So I actually wrote them down because recently they came, they came up in breathwork um, and it was something I never really thought about, but what are four words that you want to feel every day? And in that manifesting what you want to be in this new life, right? So like, what are the words? What do I want to feel every day? And um, instead of like, I don't want to be this, I don't want to be that, I don't want, this doesn't feel right, but what, what do you want? And I had never it's really easy to blame the world or blame the noise or blame the exterior on things not going your way. But when you really don't know what it is that you want, I mean, that's the root. Like that's, that's a really easy way out is to blame other things. So when you can't get clear on that, that was the big one for me that I've been trying to navigate in the integration in this past year. So I finally have my four words, spiritually connected free um, love and purpose and all of those things are deep rooted spiritual that i feel like we all came into these um human bodies as as all of these things and so to d is the word decondition yourself and to strip all of those things away of what you don't want and tap into what you do want um has been a really liberating reality and experience for me because I see it like I see it all is what you put into it and all of these dreams are seated in yourself for a reason um so why not why aren't they yours why can't they be yours like if they're in you um and I really honestly didn't believe that um until till this year so I feel like this rebirth did give me back myself I met my higher self I didn't know what she looked like I met my spirit team. I didn't know what they looked like or felt like, or, you know, the animals, like the plants, like all of it. So, um, you know, going back and looking at the physical birth and then the rebirth, the awakening, the, I, however you want to say it, I think we all go through, hopefully if we're lucky, go through several where we are shaken and waking up and see a, a, a different perspective. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Casey. You. I, I love that the first thing that you said was spiritually connected. And we talked about this in the last episode about the, the shamanic worldview and the Western worldview. And I remember that there was somebody who said that the disease of the West is the disconnection from spirit. And as we talked about it before, you know, when you are born, physically born, you are coming from a spiritual realm because you are a spiritual being and you are coming into this body, into this life to experience 
and through this this is a process of, of fragmentation or separation if you want to look at it from an energetic perspective like coming from a state of wholeness and being you know and and the trauma and the experiences can further fragment this the the, the being who is experiencing and i think or desire for love is really a desire for that connectedness, that feeling of wholeness and connectedness when you are in your natural state of wholeness and connectedness. And, and obviously that's a spiritual and not a physical state of being. That's what we all desire. So when we feel disconnected for any reason or trauma, um, from this state, then that's when we get sick and lost and neurotic and <laughs> addict and so on and so forth. And it's really a journey of, that's the most important, you know, to feel that. And then when you are feeling that, then you are creating and manifesting from that knowing, from that awareness, from that space. And that's like a different game from from then on that's what you were referring to I guess right yeah yeah so I love that I love that love is the center of spiritual connectedness um I've really felt that a lot in the past year I want to start a reading to close this out because rebirth is a new way of life a new perspective a new behavior birth is an expansion being more of who we are although a birth can be quite painful and shocking experience it is still the biggest miracle of life. And I'm going to kind of skip around in the book in this chapter a little bit. Um, and you had talked about, I think it was like a page after, I have found more courage than I've ever imagined. And these questions that you started asking that kind of go into the questions that I was talking about in breathwork, um, I just loved so much. What do you want to create? What does your best life look like? How can you do your best? And what is your contribution to this world? And then you say, Old grudges fell away fast and understood nothing is personal and everybody is playing out their own pain. And I just loved um, those questions and the perspective of, um, of people and how when you look at them and say they're leading with anger or they're leading with aggressiveness or they're leading with whatever, they're in their own pain and seeing that based on kind of how you've lived your life or me personally have lived my life has been a pretty big awakening for so I don't take it so personally when I see other people struggling and I can show up more in a space of love and a lot of those questions kind of helped me see that because how I want to show up in the world is through love and compassion and and I do want to be helpful to people that that I come across totally thank you for sharing and uh, yeah I absolutely think that from more from a mental perspective this rebirth really means like a shift in perspective you know how you look at the world what are your priorities what are your values and ethics and there are quite a bit of research about ayahuasca by now with people one of the research i i can't reference it i have to look it up but i remember reading this research paper about how people's priorities changed more from that kind of oh my priorities are like career and money and success and you know after ayahuasca it was like love and peace and helping others you know like it was a drastic <laughs> change you know in priorities and values and the way we look at life and 
it is so common, unfortunately, that we look at life through these glasses of what is not working, what is the problem, why can't I, you know, and, and that's very disempowering perspective long term. So just starting asking different questions and looking in a different way, that is the beginning again of that new self and that new way of being in the world and relating that is very significant and definitely, as you said, you experience and, and, and everybody I know who works consciously with this medicine definitely have experienced this shift in perspective and this awareness and how it affects and, and filters through, you know, into the everyday moments. I love that. Birth is a shift in perspective. I'm going to put that on my refrigerator. Yes, and uh, I'm very excited. Next episode might be a surprise. I try to bring on one of my clients who had like a really, really inspiring and amazing transformation that I would love her to share about uh, her experience. So we we'll see if we can organize that. And if not, then we're gonna proceed with our little discussion about the integration process and uh, integration. And a lot of people ask me about diet you know, diet and the integration process. So I think, you know, that's going to be something we'll go into. I love Thank you that. I've got a lot of questions <laughs> about the diet. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Casey, for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, remember, you are the healer and love is the medicine. So oceans of love to you all. <laughs> <laughs>